Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I am your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. of the podcast. I'm your host Dee and I'm so so glad that you are here. If you normally follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed that I have been MIA for quite a while. (laughs) I think it's coming up to two months now actually, but I have some exciting news. I am coming back onto socials and you will, you can expect the Healed Girl series to be complete on the podcast as well. I'm coming back on socials next week. And shortly after that, you can expect the release of those solo episodes from me and an announcement and a bit of an insight into what's been going on in my world and why I had to take this extended time offline and off social media. So I'm really excited to be back. If you don't normally follow me on the gram, make sure you come over there and say hello. And yeah, that's a little bit of a uh, insight into what's going down in my world. I'm really excited to come back. And also I will have an offering that I have been working on behind the scenes, something I am super excited about, something that is really different to anything that I have offered before, but is really in alignment with the vision that I have for where my business is going and the legacy that I want to leave. So yeah, that's a little update in my world. How are you going? How is life in your world? Again, like I always love to hear my from my podcast guests. If you want to hit me up in the DMs, touch base, let me know how you've been finding the most recent guests that I've had on the show. I do apologize that the episodes have been fortnightly instead of weekly. We are going to be going back to weekly episodes very, very soon. Um, now that I am past this break, I don't want to say too much because I feel like I'm just going to say too much. <laughs> so I'm going to change the subject. What is happening on today's episode? So I have my beautiful friend Tamara, who actually was on my podcast in that first like year of the podcast launching, I think even in the first season, my goodness, I love having like my friends, my fellow coaches back on the show because you're just going to see like how much they've changed and and their transformation just from the podcast episode alone. Tamara is a women's life and health coach that guides women to owning their power to create a life they desire. She does this through helping women to ignite their passion, pleasure and be lit up each day. But today in particular, we kind of dive deep into something that has been 
really close to Tamara's heart at the moment, something she's really passionate about, something she's created an incredible offering around, and that is releasing shame around sensuality and just like tapping into your sensuality and how how that actually impacts and then like trickles through into other areas of your life. Obviously your relationships, but your relationship with yourself, your business and other things that you might be manifesting. It's such a powerful episode and you'll hear if you are someone that's kind of like, ooh, sensuality sounds like ick or sexuality, or maybe you associate the two sexuality and sensuality together and just the whole topic is a little bit icky for you. You'll get a lot out of this episode because it certainly was a journey for Tamara to allow herself to be a sensual feminine woman and being. So yeah, if you've had like that similar story of just feeling like you've suppressed that part of yourself, or maybe you don't even know that that part of you like wants to be unleashed and you would like to find out more about how to do so, you're going to love this episode. But also again, like it's going to be linked back to all the magic that is manifesting calling in your desires and how that kind of ties in. So me and Tamara did our certification together, the feminine as fuck as well. Um, So she is an expert in feminine embodiment too. So I can't wait. I can't wait for you to tune in. So let's not wait any further before I ramble off, you know, this intro any longer. Let's just tune in. Hello, gorgeous Tamra. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I am so excited to be back and jazzed up for it because I know it's going to be a fire episode. Funny that you said jazzed up because I literally just <laughs> did the jazz hands. Yeah. You guys can't see me on video. I'm so excited to have my girl Tamra back. We had her on the podcast. Well, I had her on the podcast. Like we, I don't have a full production team here. Um, Like what, in my maybe first year of podcasting, we've just finished a certification together yeah yeah and so much has changed so I can't wait to catch up uh where are we going to start the conversation here we have got a juicy conversation plan like we set a really cool intention today but I'm going to start with Tamara we're going to get straight into it what is a difficult challenging season of your life or business that you've you've overcome you're on the other side of it and you want to speak speak into a Tell us about like what you learned from that season, basically. Mm, Something that you've overcome that you're really proud of. All right. I love this so much because I'm going to, I'm going to share a little bit of a story. So last week was my birthday and a lot of stuff, thank you. (laughs) A lot of stuff I feel like has come up during this birthday in particular. It's like we get, I I feel like I'm getting to an age where I, and it's become like, you should be doing more. You should be earning more. You should be at this stage of life. And it's like our ego is talking to us in this. You should be at this certain stage. Mm. And I recently went through a launch of a program that, or just like, just things in business weren't happening exactly the way that I wanted or planned or expected them to do, to go. You know how that works out and how our brain does that, right? So Monday morning, I got up early and I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a walk. And I hadn't done this in such a long time. So I just got outside in nature and I thought to myself, why is this happening? Like I was just asking myself, why is this happening? Why is it working out this way? And I was sort of in my victim in this state and I was playing around with my ego. And then I thought to myself, 
I've been running this belief of I always get so close. Like I always get so close to my goals, but I never get my goals. It was the true in like high school for my grades. It was the true for me in swimming. Like I wanted to make it to the Olympics and I got like close, but I couldn't get there. And Mm. I feel like I'm running this. I was running the same story in my business. Like I get so close to success. I get so close. And what even is success, by the way, like we have our own personal definition of success. But anyway, Mm. for me and my personal definition of success, I was always getting close. And then I thought to myself, like I could have, I could have just pictured myself on a walk. You know how like you're walking fast and you're kind of angry. You got a front face and like really working it out and really processing. And I'm like, no, I don't get close. Like I'm going to get this. And it was just a pivotal moment. I feel like this was like, it's so small, but it was so pivotal for me because I'm like, I am going to be successful. And for me, for my definition of success, I'm not going to get close. I'm going to achieve whatever I want to achieve. I'm going to get there and nothing. And this was, I'm so proud of this moment because I feel like there have been little challenges across business as we all have, or just in general for life. Like there will always be obstacles that we will face and we will challenge and we will get challenged by, I should say, but And this particular one, I feel like I've really like, we're always faced with challenges because we need to learn a certain lesson. We need to develop a certain skill capability, right? And for this one in particular, I feel like I've like, like I've just come through, like, I feel like things are shifting and I'm like, nothing will waver me from my goal. Because I feel like in the past I've run away from my goals and I've like, oh, it's too much. I'm too, like, there's too big of a gap. I can't get there. And this one, I'm like, no, there is no plan B. I'm getting there and I will do whatever it takes. Like nothing will waver me. And so I came back on this walk, came back into my house and I was like free flowing with all these ideas and juicy. And I'm like, I'm just owning my shit. I'm owning my power. I'm owning what I want to talk about, which is what we're going to speak on um, with our intention today in um, this conversation. I'm like, I'm just owning what I want to talk about because it's been niggling at me for so long and I've dismissed my intuition, which is not something we should do because it keeps going back stronger, right? And I feel like this week, discovery calls have been made. People have signed up. Like it's just all free flowing. And I feel like it's just been a... What's the metaphor that I can use? And maybe you can speak and help me with this, but you know how like you pop a champagne bottle, it just explodes. Yes, exactly. I feel like it's just completely shifted. And it's just been because I have completely like full body chosen to own my truth, own where I want to go, own what I want to talk about and truly let everyone else's opinions And it's not their opinions. It's my assumption of their opinions because I wasn't accepting myself, letting that cloud me. But now Um, I feel like I no longer will let it cloud me and I can just own myself. So there's been a whole shift. There's been a whole vibe change and I'm so here for it. And I feel like it's just been a season of building up. And then it's like, she got it. She's finally here. Let's get her going. <laughs> I love that, Tamara. And it really sounds like it, it's an, like quite literally like an energetic shift. So like mm. you can say those words, like I believe in myself. I know that I'm going to succeed. But it's like that coin drop moment where you have this realization of like, I'm giving my power away. Like mm. I'm giving my power away. And actually it's up to me 
when we can take full responsibility and realize that we don't need to know how, we don't need to have all of the answers, but we can literally make the decision that this is it. This is, if this is what lights me up and this is what I want to achieve, then I'm going all in and I'm not even available for those wavering thoughts. It's such a powerful moment. And look, I'm sure that there will be times where you fall into like a little bit of self-doubt again. And that's business. Like we don't just get to this like aha moment or this pivotal moment or overcome a challenge mm-hmm. or like a stuck or blocked phase and get that clarity and then just stay there forever. If we are human fucking beings, we have so much conditioning, so yeah. much like in our environment and our society and the messages that we're constantly receiving and the social media that we're consuming, obviously things get like get in the way, but like, when we we can like anchor into that decision and that choice we can keep coming back to it and I can yeah I feel like that's such a beautiful and exciting shift for you and I love how you said just want to like sometimes I'll pick up on something that one of my guests said I just want to like circle back to it really quickly you were like I'm letting go of what other people are going to think of me and then you're like no 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 no. actually I'm going to let go of what I project other people are going to think of me because actually I'm Mm -hmm. judging myself this is such a beautiful takeaway for any listeners listening into like all of the girls when we are afraid of judgment we're actually judging ourselves yeah because if we know who we are like on a soul level with our hot with every cell of our body if we know our intention is good that our soul is purposeful that our mission when our mission is clear and like we just feel purposeful you know when you just like know why you're fucking here yes it doesn't matter what anyone says or does at that point because you just know the only time it would matter is if you are judging yourself with that person if that opinion matters to you it means that you are judging yourself in that moment in the same way that that person is judging you because you in that moment, you don't know yourself. You, you're starting to get lost again. So yeah. I love that. And I love that it took a bloody hot girl walk to get there. I know, right? <laughs> Just, but it's true. Like it's it was something as simple as that, but I trusted my niggle. I was like, I just feel like I need to go for a walk. And that was what I did. And then uh, that evolved, like that belief and that talk through all that process just stemmed through that. And then I came to that realization, but what if I didn't go on that walk? And it's for so many women, I don't think that we trust that niggle and trust that inner voice or trust that inner strength within us. And it's just such a beautiful lesson. I feel like to, even though it's so fucking simple of just go for a walk, Tamara, just go for a walk. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, it's not just because go for a walk. it's not because like you could have that niggle or that urge to do something, but then you yeah. might be like, but what the fuck? Like I have so many things I need to get done today. I've got to do this. Mm-hmm. I've got to do that. I've got an appointment. This doesn't make any sense. So as soon as it doesn't make any sense and you think about the things that you should be doing, you're not tuned in to yourself yeah. anymore because life unfolds in every moment in front of you. So yeah when we're thinking logically and we've got our little to-do lists and our calendars, I mean, we need them, right? I'm not saying throw them out. We're human beings. (laughs) Also, we need schedules. We need some, otherwise we'd just be floating around in space. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that at all, but when that intuition speaks to you, 
we stop we have to remember that at times we do need to let life unfold and we do need to release that control and allow something to be but it actually is really hard it's harder to do even those small things like going for a walk it can be hard to listen to that nudge when you have things on your list and things you're trying to control and things that you're you're trying to get done. I've actually fallen into this trap before as well, where I've really lacked connection with myself, but I've got a really full calendar. And I don't know if you've been in that position before, but I've also, and I'm, I'm not using my kids as an excuse, but they're just another extra layer of needs that need to be met that are dependent on me. So like I might not have, I might've had a rough night. It didn't make sense to wake up in the morning to spend that time connecting with myself. And maybe that becomes like a season or a week, really, really busy week of work and mum mm. life. And I just don't make that time. But my intuition keeps saying, ditch the fucking schedule and like literally go have a bath and meditate or something, right? And I'll just, I'll push that down because I'm like, but how? But then the more I push it down, the more I feel suffocated and the less clarity I have. And then every task that I'm doing in my business, because my work is so intuitive and depends on me being connected with myself, like having this conversation, if I'm not connected with myself, it nothing comes (laughs) out, right? Like I just, it's hard or everything is hard. So you go into that cycle of like, I need the space or I need to listen to my intuition, but then you don't. And then the same like block energy keeps happening. It's like just this exactly. cycle of shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that stuck, like I can't explain, it's stuck energy. You know what I'm talking about. Before you went on that walk, I do. you would have felt it. Like, oh, oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I came back with such clarity and that was the biggest thing. Like I have learned that so much. My mom always used to say to me, like when I, um, especially in high school, cause I was, I was swimming. I was swimming nine times a week. I was um, doing HSC and whatnot. It was like, it was a lot. And I was just, I was just feeling overwhelmed. And I'm like, I've got so much study to do, but I've got a trainer. And my mom's like, that's when you need to meditate the most. She's like, you need to just take up some space because if you go into your task, like feeling overwhelmed, like energy is static and whatnot, you're feeling overwhelmed, then you're not going to be productive when you study or when you do work or whatever task you're doing. And then when you train or whatever, like it's not going to be to your full potential and not saying that everything has to be to your full potential. It's to your full potential, like within your certain day and to the best of your ability, but you need to take that space for yourself. So if I hadn't taken that walk, I just would have had a shit day. Like I know it. I probably wouldn't have like, and yes, I would have been able to get myself out of it because I have the tools, but it would have taken me a lot longer than just trusting my intuition. Like just go for a walk, clear your head and come back. And I was like, I know what I need to do. Like I literally know what I need to do now and I'm good. And I feel like I've just gotten that clarity of like, I fell into the trap of business, like of providing women what I think no, no, no. How do I say this? Like what I think they want rather than what I know they need. Mm -hmm. And that is like, I know I'm powerful in my sessions. I know I'm an amazing coach. Like I give them what they need and what they want, but it was like in my messaging more so that it was like, I feel like I just need to give them what they want, what I think they want. Right. But now I'm like, no, I'm owning that. This is what you need. And you're going to like get supercharged up by it and like it'll literally transform your life that it's like I have so much more certainty now than what I did before if I was just like giving them what they think they want so it just gave me that clarity and that pizzazz and from like a business coach perspective whenever you know 
something to be true that your audience might not recognize as a need just yet, my advice would be if you're listening and going, that's me. And I'm a projector. So part of my human design Mm -hmm. is to like see an outcome or project, like literally project something that other people will struggle to digest or understand, which is really hard for me as a human being, not myself, but on a human being level. (laughs) Um, I'm just always like doubting myself or trying to water myself down or try to, yeah, like be someone that someone need, uh, someone wants rather than what, I know that they need because I, I'm just not, I, it, it's like people, it, it'll take a lot of education for my audience to catch yeah. up with me in, in that sense. And so yeah. if you are in, if you're a coach in this space, or if you have a message that you are like worried that people won't get, but you know, people need to hear and mm. you have that doubt because maybe no one else has spoken about it before, or maybe not in the way that you have or experienced in the way you have that all that's missing there is just the education gap. It's like when you're when you're going out instead of just talking about the need is spending a little bit of time sharing your story like being an embodiment of that journey and speaking into that education behind why they need it it's like if you I love like that analogy I don't know if you've heard it where someone comes to a chemist and they're like I need some I've got a migraine and (laughs) they're looking for medication in their mind because they've come to a pharmacy and the pharmacist gives them water yeah and they're like, no, I've got a migraine. And they're like, yeah, here, have some water. It's like, what's missing? The missing piece is that we're educate, like the pharmacist needs to educate that the water is going to hydrate you to first eliminate that as a cause for the migraine. Same with mm. anything that we know to be true, but we know our audience doesn't know. It's just like, let's do the education piece around that. But anyway, side yeah. tangent, bit of business yes. coaching there. I love that. <laughs> you're about to educate us on something that you know (laughs) that we need that we might not know that we need, (laughs) right? Yes. (laughs) You you mentioned before, like there's a message that Mm. has like, I don't know, that you've, that has come through something that you're called to share that you felt for a long time that you couldn't share or you didn't want to share or you were afraid to Mm. share and you're sharing it now. What's the message? What's the theme? What, what is, what's going on? (laughs) <laughs> All right, jump roll, ready, ready to go. So the thing is that, and this took me a lot, like a long time to realize, and I'll go into why, but the basic, the basis of the message is if you suppress yourself in the bedroom, even a small part of yourself, whatever it is, you're going to truly limit yourself into how deeply you can lead an enriching life, like how deeply you can experience all of life, your relationship, your career, everything. Because if you like, for example, cannot speak your truth and own up or whatever in the bedroom, you're not going to be able to do it in real life. Because if you're suppressing yourself in life, you're going to be suppressing yourself in the bedroom. And why I feel so passionate about this is because this one has something been I've been embodying. And two, this is something that I feel like has been something I guess has been lacking in like my, in my, my upbringing, I guess. Like I come from a very religious Italian background, mm-hmm. traditions galore, all the rest of it. And I guess like my parents are more open about it. And my mom and I have a really, really good relationship um, now about it. And it's just, it's actually been quite beautiful and quite healing in that being able to speak to my mom about it. But like in just my upbringing, I felt like I couldn't desire sex. I couldn't desire anything of that kind. I had to be a good girl. I had to close my legs, all the rest of it. And I didn't like have an education. 
around it pretty much. And I was suppressing. I didn't even know that I was suppressing. Like it was that you don't know what you don't know piece. So I didn't even know that I was suppressing that. And I didn't know that I was suppressing parts of me in life. Like point blank, all of us women, like it's just a biological thing. We all have desires. We all do. It's pointed out. So if you are suppressing yourself, any part, like putting that part of you down, washing that part of you down, like we talk about dimming our light, we talk about washing ourselves down, playing ourselves small. If you're doing that in life or if you're doing that in the bedroom, it's going to coincide because at a basic level that, you know, vibration of love, vibration of sex or it, it like your life force energy is directly influenced by your sexual energy. So if you're feeling turned on, lit up by life, full of pleasure, then you're going to be like not bouncing off the walls, but like full of that glow, full of that mind, body and soul glow. So if you feel like you don't have that, then you're going to be lacking, I guess, like that part of yourself. And when I finally realized that and finally came to embody that, that is when I feel like so many things have shifted for me in my life. And it's honestly been so transformational, so healing. And I just feel so passionately to talk about it because I feel like not, not, not everyone, like it's not talked about enough. And I feel like it is something that a lot of girls and a lot of women, just a lot of us in our twenties, thirties, whatever, just have a lot of, I guess, shame around and guilt around. And I was waiting for that word. Yes. We've been taught to believe that we are not allowed to have that, Mm -hmm. but we all directly do. So yeah. there's a lot of like stuff around religion, around sex or what you don't even have to be a religious person to feel that religious trauma. Because I was even talking to my mom about this and she was like, cause she, um, we're, we're quite spiritual. We're quite religious. Mm-hmm. And, um, she listens to her like Sunday mass on the television. And, um, there was a program before the one that she really loves and the the what's it called the priest the priest was saying if you have desires if you have all of this sort of stuff you basically put Jesus on the cross like you're the reason why he's been put on the cross and it was such such shame in that and I'm like Mm. this is the problem like this is a problem isn't your anyway I'm digressing but like your relationship (laughs) with yourself and with your sexuality why isn't that a connection to your face, a faith, a connection to your universe, a connection to whoever you believe in or who you don't even believe in, right? Like, but it's just that connection to yourself allows you to find yourself more so, allows you to connect with your true self because it's all parts of you. Let's like, we don't, like we have a vagina, we have a pussy for a reason. Like mm-hmm. it's just part we of us. We have those it, desires for a reason as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And- if we are like, I guess uh, why I love this conversation and why it's relevant and why you've chosen like the bedroom to be that strong, like, I guess mirror back to how you claim your desires in life is mm-hmm. because in the bedroom is probably one of the most vulnerable and should be like the most liberating places where you can claim your desires. And if you, and that is where like you are literally receiving as a woman in your feminine, we're talking about feminine embodiment. And I think that my audience has, if you haven't go back and listen to some previous (laughs) episodes, won't go into like what feminine energy is or feminine embodiment. You guys should probably get the gist by now, but Mm. when you're in the bedroom, this is where you are virtually receiving 
And if you can't claim your desires in the bedroom and how you want to receive pleasure and own that, then of course you're going to struggle to do that in your day-to-day life. So it is a really great mirror and a really great place for you to go, oh, where am I? Where do I feel shame? Because if we don't, it's around shame. I want to ask you, it's like, uh, did you go to, by any chance, a Catholic private school growing up? No, not a girl's no, no, not at all. Like my parents, um, my parents are teachers. So, and they're in like, yeah. So I went to public, it was a public health system. So yeah, like it's, it's surprising, but, um, it was more so, I guess, like from, I'm just going to like my grandma, like, it's just, we, there was a lot of shame or a lot of judgment from that part. And it was just, yeah, it wasn't very much talked about or like, just open, like open. Yeah. It was very open in the fact that you didn't have sex till marriage. Yeah. Like we, yeah, point blank. And it just, it took me a long time, especially like with my partner now to actually be fully like okay to be seen and to mm-hmm. okay to be myself in the bedroom. And it honestly directly reflected onto my life and how I show up in life because I had a, um, I had a fear of being seen, a fear of being heard, a fear of just being myself. And until I fully let myself go in the bedroom and actually owned myself to be able to talk about this as well is Mm -hmm. when I fully, I feel like a fully, like it was just that energetic shift. Right. And yeah, there are just so many points that I could just talk about but let let's see where this direction takes us yeah well the reason why I brought up private school and uh, girl school is because I I didn't go to a private school we still have a lot of slut shaming and that's how you mm. know um that's how you know the conditioning runs deep but I also know friends that went to private schools and said it was even worse there because like they yeah. barely saw boys until it was like a social or something like that and it was this big deal and yeah, I just remember, and I don't know if you had that experience, but girls that were like openly sexual or were free in their sexuality were very often in our upbringing, in, in my teens anyway, slut shamed. Like, yeah. and they would still to this day, like we're in our 30s, we live in a small body town. <laughs> we're not, it's like Adelaide, it's, it's a capital city, but it's <laughs> like everyone freaking knows each other. If you like reside in the same area you grew up in. People still have, it's ridiculous. People still have those Mm. same like titles and reputations, but the reputations that women uh, now have from high school were literally because they were just open sensually and sexually and just what they like. And look, I'm sure that a part of some of the behavior or maybe some of the sexual behavior may have also stemmed from some trauma or needing Mm. attention or needing validation for boys that could also potentially have been a thing and but the fact that instead of loving those women and supporting those women when they were in the high school years and being that sisterhood that we shame them and call them names and judge them says a lot about how deep this conditioning goes around girls, women not being allowed to own their, I'm going to say desires because we keep saying sexuality, Mm. but the reason why this is all related and why we're talking about this in the sense of like uh, personal power and owning your personal power and owning who you are is it's your desires. Your sexual desires are your desires, just like your desire for money, just like your desire for food, just like your desire for fashion. 
it's just a desire but we have so much emotional charge behind the word sex and sexuality especially mm-hmm. for women and being mm-hmm. fully expressed yeah it's it's crazy so i love that you're talking yeah. about talking about this well that's exactly like well that's exactly right like if you and, and this is like to your point before but like if you aren't able to just fully receive or just slow down in sex and actually experience all of it and making it an experience, then that's going to mirror in your life. Like if you can't fully surrender and receive in sex, you might not be able to like, what are you not receiving in life? Are you not able to receive compliments, money, promotion? Like, are you blocking that part of yourself because you're not able to hold that part of yourself there? Are you not embodying your boundaries? Are you um, afraid to say no? Are you people pleasing in the bedroom and outside Mm. of the bedroom? Mm. How, like, it's really, really interesting in how you can reflect and in that like there is like there is a lot of slut shaming there is a lot of guilt there is a lot of shame around it and so part of the reason well yeah part of the reason why I want to talk about this and something that we can all start doing is just holding that safe space for ourselves holding that space for ourselves to be able to forgive and give ourselves compassion in that because we have, I feel like all of us in some capacity have a lot of sisterhood wounding around Mm -hmm. that. And a lot of like backstabbing or trust issues around girls came from that. And I feel like we suppress our true desires. And I feel like a lot of us feel like we can't claim our dreams, can't go after our goals, can't speak or own our truth truth because of that it Mm -hmm. all stems from like in some shape or form in that so how can you hold space how can you forgive yourself or forgive others and let that energy go in that so you can truly claim that like I felt like I couldn't talk about this because I felt like I was going to get judgment from speaking about this because who am I to speak about this? I've been such a good girl. I haven't spoken about this in my whole life. Why this whole reinvention of yourself? And I just really had to take a second and take a moment to be like, I literally coach women to reinvent themselves and to own their truth. I choose to do the same. Like we're all evolving. We're all changing. And it's sometimes taking a step back because our ego or our fear gives us like not bullshit excuses because they're all, um, they're all like validated in like to it. Like we all are coming from the best intention. Like I had a valid intention because I'm trying to keep myself safe in that. Like I didn't want to get bullied. I didn't want to get like judged or whatever. I didn't want to get rejected. Right. So I literally just had to have a conversation with myself and be like, Tamara, it's okay. They're going to be your family. They're still going to be there. You've got your friends around you that support you and unapologetically love you. You've got people around you. And it's also a good invitation to really see the true people around you and to really own your truth. Because I thought to myself, if I don't own my truth now, then I probably never will. And I'll be in this same cycle. So I chose, like, I truly had to have like a deep reflection piece and think which like path of hard am I doing? Like I had to choose my hard and I'm like, I am choosing this. I had to go first. I had to lead. And I'm really, really thankful because it's only been like 
a proper few weeks and I feel like a lot of things have shifted and maybe Mm. it's not going to happen for you straight away, but I feel like it's really like it's going to take off for you. No matter where you go, no matter what you're owning, no matter what your dreams, no matter your business, no matter what, where you're going in life, whatever you're owning, just taking a second and taking space to truly honor that for yourself and feel like that energetic shift within you. Because I feel like even though I'm the same person, I feel like such a different and transformed and healed person because of that. And it's actually really, really exciting. And I feel like a lot of things are coming through to me, right? And I feel equally like just so much more lit up by life. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like I was washing myself down. I feel like I have had a lot of like just moments or just dull energy moments and breakdown moments to get to this point. But I also could have done it a lot sooner. Do you know what I mean? Like I could have brought this pleasure sooner, this energetic shift sooner. And while I'm not blaming myself for that, I'm just sharing that with you to show you that it is possible that no matter what point in your life you are, you can own your truth and it's, it can happen for you too. Yeah. I want to ask you, Tamara, who, when you were perceiving that judgment mm. and you were holding yourself back and you had a message, but you were watering it down and you didn't want to share this uh, new embodiment piece for you of mm. owning yourself in the bedroom and owning your sensuality and owning your sexuality and speaking into that and bringing that into the beautiful healing work that you do already as a feminine embodiment and mindset coach who when you were when you were suppressing who you were online and as a brand um who were you perceiving to potentially judge you was it other women no was it, it was my uncle Wow. I know it's such a, I honestly thought it was going to be like my grandma or other women or, but I've actually, I will say this particular lesson was, I guess, like from my uncle, but up until this point, it has been girls from high school. It has been like, I've been very cautious of like, cause some of them follow me and I love that, but I had to, I was a different person then. And I yeah. feel like I got like not bullied but I was I was just different like I was just yeah we went through that stage where we all got like a little bit teased or a little bit bullied whatnot but and a few of them um follow me but I just feel like I had to go through that forgiveness piece to be like they're choosing to follow me they're choosing to follow me for a reason they can unfollow me like And, or if they're talking about me behind my back, which I honestly don't think they are. It was just my assumption and my projection because I didn't accept that part of me. But anyway, for this particular one, it was my uncle. And um, yeah, I I do know why, but I don't know why he came up. But I feel like I've really just let that go because Mm -hmm. as soon as I owned and as soon as I posted and as soon as I spoke about it, the good has outweighed the bad and yeah. I've come to realize that strength within me to be like, I accept me. I re- I respect um, and know why I'm doing this. If you don't, that's okay. So yeah. I just, I had to come to that realization myself. Yeah. And that's coming back. So we'll talk a little bit in, in a moment around how to cultivate that personal power and how to begin to know yourself on this level and trust yourself on this level and know yourself mm. on the soul level in a moment. I do want to touch on this because I think it's such a important topic for everyone, not just business owners, but like 
asking yourself like where do I currently wear a mask around what people because we tend to put different masks on in different areas and I know that women especially stepping into like the coaching space any space online but I know also the coaching space struggle with this deeply I know I did when I became a coach I was so fucking proud of like live coaching and what I was doing in that first year of business and my clients and how great my business was growing and all of the things but I was only allowing Instagram audience to see me because that in uh, that audience was brand new like new people and I still have it's crazy like I'll still have one of Dom's aunties following me and she fully supports me but I'll still get a bit squirmish like over certain things right funny right but then I remember like back when I followed rigidly uh, strategies given to me by business mentors that I invested in <laughs> and I laugh about that now but like back when you were like so fucking afraid of your leaders that you just had to do what they told you to do as you felt like yeah. a trainer yeah, yeah. So one of them was always like show up on Facebook show up on Facebook get on Facebook lives and I remember like going live on Facebook and absolutely dying when the first name that popped up was a girl from high school that I hadn't spoken yeah. to years died can't stop <laughs> wanted to vomit no well, first of all this is the first freaking live that I'd ever done and it had to be her <gasps> not that she and she was um she was an interesting personality I would say <laughs> she was definitely like a girl that was t- totally open to like bitching about other girls you know right yeah 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 sisterhood wounding we were friends but I was I was a people pleaser in high school like I kind of wanted to be oh I don't know kind of year 12 I started getting a bit rebellious but like <laughs> I I had friends I was friends with them I didn't really have like enemies so I was still bullied and all of the things like yeah. everyone does probably like you said like not quite like bullied to that extent but yeah. still like hey, girls would just talk about you and you yeah you were friends with one person one day and went the other anyway high school BS yeah point being <laughs> is I was mortified and I really had to sit with, like when I came back to that coach, I really had to sit with what like, where else do I do this? Where else am I ashamed of who I am now? And am I ashamed of who I am now? And if I'm not, what is keeping me playing like small and not showing up as my full self? And a lot of the time it's this fear of actually being seen to shine. And I asked you before, like who, only because I know for a lot of women, like coming back to sisterhood wounds, the girls that, were successful the girls that were beautiful the girls that were this or that Mm. just as much as they were loved they were also bitched about or spoken about like the girls that the boys all loved would get hated on so then there was this like belief that's created in women that succeeding makes people envious of you and I struggled with this in my first few years of business for sure showing up on certain platforms and being myself because I certain people it's like I didn't want them to see me shine and then if people outside like if I saw people in real life like face to face I would be mortified because Mm -hmm. oh I love what you're doing online and oh it's just that silly thing it was like a full-blown fucking six-figure business and (laughs) I couldn't own it like I, I don't know why but I couldn't own it I couldn't take the compliment I just felt like how ridiculous that I was living this life that and I just couldn't own it. It's crazy. And That's so, so interesting. Isn't it? And I think I love that you said uncle for someone, it's an uncle. For someone, it's a grandmother. For other, mm. uh, it could be a combination. It could be family. It could be friends. But I think this happens a lot. So let's talk about, 
because we yeah. know when we work yes. with our clients, what do we do about it? When we, when we, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, yep, not owning myself, I definitely mm-hmm. do not speak. I don't speak my boundaries. I don't speak my truth. I don't claim my desires. Certain people don't know who I really have. Ah, ham, ham. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, certain people in my life don't know who I am. What do we do? How do we over how do we how do we get how do we overcome this block? How do we yeah. start claiming who we are? Well, in a nutshell, pretty much like I know what we do with our clients is a lot of yeah. <laughs> pretty much (laughs) but like in a nutshell it is like it is that trauma healing and I don't feel like I could have like especially on that Monday morning where I just went for a walk and then came back crystal clear and I was able to process that in my head and I was able to self um self-analyze type thing I already had the tools because I've done the work I've done the true inner healing and the deep trauma work to get myself to a place of I know my truth I know my worth let's just go fucking get it. Like a few years ago, I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to just go on a walk. I would have stayed in that same cycle. So point blank is we can tell you why you need this and um, like identify it, but the how it is through coaching, it is through trauma healing. And I feel like you can only, you can only pretty much do that. And to get the true potential and to get the true value out of it is through a coach. But I guess like in small tangible tips, it's I guess like what you said, D, is just to recognize where you are not owning your true self and not owning all parts of yourself. Or if you're feeling a little bit squirmish or if you're getting a frog in your throat or you're getting that like little niggly or butterfly feeling in your belly or whatever it is, just knowing that those pointers, recognizing that, really coming to understand. And sometimes even, you know what, what has helped me is journaling a lot, taking up space for myself and just really sitting with myself in that and coming to a place of pure compassion, no judgment whatsoever, and just sitting and just letting everything like just kind of like a brain dump, mm-hmm. just sitting with that. Um, other points is just owning, like trusting that inner voice, trusting that niggle and following that light within me has been a huge, huge help and just exploring without any attachment to time. Cause I feel like a lot of us have this attachment to, Oh, I've, I've, I recognize this about myself. I need to fix it now. I need to Mm -hmm. fix it now. It needs to be fixed, but that's not the case. Like it's taken me a few years to get to this Mm -hmm. point. Right. But I feel like in that everything has just shifted Mm -hmm. and I don't care how long it's it's taken because I've gotten to this point because I honestly didn't feel like I was going to even get to this point. Right. So I feel like just simple practices and there are going to be different coaches out there who are going to tell you different things and are going to tell you, do this, do that, do whatever. Just take everything that we've said or any coach says with a grain of salt, because it needs to ring true for you and it needs to ring true to your soul. Like it's like with um, different mentors or different business coaches, they can tell you to go on a a Facebook live. They can tell you to release an ebook or to do a five-day challenge or whatever. But if it doesn't resonate with you and if you're doing it out of resentment or if you're doing it because I have to, 
then it's not going to work for you. You have to dig deep and find that truth within you and see what really resonates with you. If it really resonates with you to hire D, if it really resonates with you to hire me or whoever it is, then follow that niggle. If it really Mm -hmm. resonates for you to just pick up a book right now, to listen to a podcast episode or to go for a walk, then you need to follow that. Don't follow what you have to do or what you think you should do because that's going to lead you into a like more of that cycle of suffocation or being trapped or not finding your truth. So if there's anything else to add, but I feel like that those would be mine. No, 100%. I think the question that I would ask myself if is simply like on a self-discovery or healing journey is how can I what is the next step to freeing myself mm. a little more? You can oh, ask that. yourself that question. Like, what is the next step to freeing myself a little more? What do you need to free yourself of next? And there are, like you said, an abundance of coaches, resources, healing modalities that you can sink your little hands, teeth, whatever into, whatever. <laughs> you get you get what I'm putting down, but it and in all in the all in the right time it's not a linear journey just follow that next gut feeling or that next pull to the next Mm. whatever it is like you said book podcast healer coach that might just get you to where uh to get you to a place of a little bit more personal freedom and it does Mm. take a lot of work the work that me and Tamara have done and the work that we do with clients is really about First, what what we've just spoken about, like having that awareness first and foremost. And sometimes you, if you haven't done this work before, you won't even, you won't even be able to find those blind spots or those shadows of yourself without a coach. It's actually really hard or you might think, you know, but it's actually something else just because of how complex our subconscious mind is and how trauma is. But the first thing is, yeah, like that, that blind spot or even just like tuning into your body. But what we do and the work we've done for ourselves and continue to do is then really going to the source of that block, um, or that residual energy in the body or what's keeping us stuck or that shame, like that blocked emotion in the body. So for example, shame, like I mentioned before, if I like, why can't I show up on a Facebook live when so-and-so rocks up from high school, Yeah, being able to tune into your body and then be able to be facilitated on that healing journey to that root cause and really turning those events on their heads almost like really rewiring what you made them mean and integrating completely new lessons in your body from what happened to you in your childhood or in high school because the truth is when we're children and when we're teenagers we cannot process things from a place that we're able to now. So if you're already on a healing journey and you're listening to, listening to these podcasts, you are now in a place where you can go back and do some inner child healing. But when you're mm-hmm. a child, you don't have the developmental capacity to process things the way an adult does or someone who is ready to take that next step and mm-hmm. that next um, level in their consciousness, right? If you're here, you're on a spiritual awakening journey, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. And now you're ready to revisit and to heal. But when we're children... Like in some ways we're so pure and and so close to God and universe still. And in Mm. others, we've still got so much to learn and we don't have 
the um, developmental capacity to process things the way yeah. we can now and to release things the way that we can now. So yeah. that's the work and it's really hard. It could be really painful. It could be really uncomfortable. Um, but what it leaves you with is space, space in your oh body for like yourself, right? Like to rediscover yourself truly. Yeah. That's like, that's the thing. It's just exactly that. And it just removes all the layers, all the conditioning, all the shitty beliefs, all the shitty habits, all the things that no longer serve you, all those layers that you think are keeping you safe, but are actually holding you back and limiting yourself. It's removing all of that. So you can come home to your true self. And I feel like, it's just amazing I remember my first um like session with my coach I was just like I feel so much lighter and freer in my body in my heart in my chest and in my throat especially because I held a lot of shit in my throat and Mm. it was just amazing to recognize all of that and something that came up when you were talking about like um not being able to process as a child this is such a small example but as um as a kid, I always recognized that my mom and my grandma always said like, no, no, no. Like when, um, like if someone was paying the back or for a present or something like that, they would never accept money. It's like, no, no, no. Mm. Don't worry about paying me back. Don't, no, mm. no, no. You don't need to, you don't need to take the money. It's fine. And I feel, I've, I took on that belief and I felt like I couldn't receive money. I felt like it wasn't safe to take money. It felt like it wasn't safe to receive money. And just such a small little thing that has developed over time has brought me into like a block or a money block in my adulthood to be like, no, it's not safe to receive money. No, it's not safe to hold money, to take money from other people because of that one or like few single things that I saw as a kid that I just took in as a sponge and I'm like, oh, yep, that sits my brain right now and we're going to take that on to, child, um, to adulthood. Like you, you're not allowed to accept money. You're not allowed. And like can you see, like even just reflect on such small things back in childhood uh, of your like, now where now you're like huh that makes sense that's maybe why I'm not receiving compliments that's maybe why I'm not um able to like get this promotion or receive clients or receive money in this capacity or I feel like I've hit a block or I feel like I've hit a ceiling like why can't I get to Mm -hmm. this next level maybe just reflecting and going back um and just like having that self-awareness or understanding and look sometimes you don't know like in a lot of um the trauma work that I've done like sometimes I don't know what I'm freaking releasing but I know I'm releasing it do you know what I mean and I feel like it's just all of that peace encompassing to Together to come back to your true self and that's quite yeah. beautiful yeah well it, the way that I see it is we are made up of our soul that's one aspect of us shining mm. through in who we are like how I see you Tamara and how I receive you and how you receive me as the soul shining through the human but the human is really made up of the environment in which you grew up in and then all of the events and stuck evidence from those root kind of belief systems that we adapted or adopted as we were it's like we were being molded right and so when you're being molded you don't question you just take on you're like a little computer just downloading programs this is my software so when you're (laughs) a child it's all software it's and it's not 
who you are. So going on this journey of healing and self-discovery and releasing is really, when we say like connecting to your soul, it sounds cheesy, but what you're doing is allowing more of your soul to come through and re designing the human part of you at least the and and we don't need to let go of our whole selves because some of you know some of our culture our traditions our upbringing our past have made us these incredible humans we are today but it's about redesigning the parts of ourselves that are out of alignment with what we truly want and what we want to create for ourselves in the life that we want to live so yeah couldn't agree with you more so if anyone wants to do this work with you Tamara (laughs) What is going on in your world right now? We're going to plug you in in the show notes, obviously, like your IG handle, because I know you hang out there. But is there anything um, currently in your world that the girls could explore, jump into, jump in on? Oh, definitely. I've got some, I've got a few things in the works. I will be opening up one-on-one spots that will be starting in October very, very soon. So if you do want to go all in, there is that. I've got a group program that is coming out that is going to be so, so I'm so excited about. It. It's going to be so juicy. But um, all of that um, will be on my Instagram. So if you do want to check me out or know a little bit more about me or hang out with me over there, it'll be on my Instagram. And I do have a podcast. So I go deeper into all of these chats and talking and whatnot so yeah that's all that'll all be there amazing babe cannot wait like i said all of the details will be in the show notes thank you so much my love it's been such a pleasure to have you on and i will catch you guys in the next episode before you go I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today I know that if you listen to my podcast that you are my human and I love to connect with my soul sisters business besties align business babes on social so send me a DM with any mindset business or wellness questions because my inbox is so open to you I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you so please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at hersoulfulsuccess.com I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goths and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know. But every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you. And I'll catch you in the next episode.